everybody strapped for weeks. Let it go. You know what I'm referencing down and learn your lesson. We the BL. Okay, okay, he said. Now keep it raining, you're paying attention. Listen, we the BL. Okay, okay, he said. Nobody's seeing me, they told me it's my pain. It's my hope. So some love will be living under the logo. Stop the hate, I ain't playing, homie. It's time to grow. Fucking with my money, yo, you don't want it. Everybody. I understand that work hard and it pays off. Cause I've been sitting there writing since 94. That's right, since 94. I wanted more, I need more. I need Fuck it with my art, you be ducking, dodging my dog. Now clap with me, they hate you, so clap with me. I'm a boogie down to the heart, peace up to the city. Just up to the riders, cocaine suppliers. Rubber bands, duffel bag, black card grind. No class flyer. Catch me in the C class, pass like flyers. Mean the way it came, same color as my side. So grown up, keep the factory on tires, man. When I'm referencing down and on your left and we the BL Okay, okay, you say I told you we raining, homie, now pay attention We the BL Okay, okay, you say You smell that? Sitting more when they wild Something about the cream got me going out of my mind How can I ever grow yo if I don't even try? I don't even lie, you can't read between the lines I'm a beast, no slice, no crazy, the whole pie Let them have it, the click clacking, how we be wild I'm blowing up, someone stepped on a landmine You hear it when I rhyme, uh-huh. no need to get bent out of shape, you'll be fine uh-huh. Before you get bent out of shape, I mean literally okay. You remind me of cake, evidently you're sweet. sweet That nigga's pushing up weights, but your jaw's still uh-huh. weak See the heat is backed up, love to make it sweet You know what I'm rapping, sit down and learn your lesson, we the BL Okay, okay, he say I told you we raining, homie, now pay attention, we the BL Okay, okay, he say Young men out there, older men, well, I won't say older men, from, let's say, early 20s to about late 30s, maybe 
middle forties. I want to say this, y'all stop. Y'all need to stop being cowards. What I mean by being a what I mean by being a coward is if you get into a fist fight and you lose a fist fight, just leave it at that. You lost the fight. You become a coward when you go and get a gun to shoot the person who beat you up. You go get a gun to shoot the person who beat you up in a fair fist fight. And the reason why I'm talking about this, a situation happened this past weekend involving a family member and the per the person who pulled out the gun is a coward. He exchanged some words with somebody. He got punched in the he got punched in the face. And I guess because he was around a crowd of people at a party that he felt embarrassed. That he got beat up. So he went and got a gun and shot three people. At the at this at shot three people. He didn't shoot at them, he didn't shoot the kill, but he still shot. Right now here in this situation I don't know the exact details, but hearing bits and pieces of the situation really pissed me off because when you get into a fist fight, you don't retaliate. When you, like I said, when you get into a fist fight, you lose. You don't retaliate by going and getting your gun and shooting at the person who beat and shoot the person who beat you up. It was a fair fight. You lost. Just take your loss. See, y'all young dudes, this is why I put an age range on it because I can't throw the older men into it. But there are some older men who may may still have that young mind mentality. So I'm not going to lump all, all, but this dude was a coward. Just like in a domestic violence situation, and the man is putting his hands on the woman, and we call him a coward. Because just think about it, right? You're going to go for just a little second, it's a domestic violence route. He puts his hand on the woman. So if we flip the script, right, if it wasn't a woman and it was another man, he wouldn't do that, Right? If in that situation that the script is flipped, that that it wasn't a woman, it was another man, he wouldn't do what he he did to the woman, to that man. See, we have, when we think, we have to flip the script, right? With certain situations like domestic violence, people using guns, like, we we have to flip the script and put 
take the main person out and put another person in, he wouldn't have, you know, if it was another man, he wouldn't have done like hands on another man. Right? So we know he's a coward for that. Because if it was a dude and you and the dude going back and forth, you're not putting your hands on the dude. Y'all just going to keep going back and forth. But if it was a woman, you putting your hands on the woman. And that makes you a coward. So in the situation I'm speaking of, this dude who shot these three people is a coward. You got punched in your face at a party. You was in your feelings. And you went and got a gun and shot at these three people, which had nothing to do with with the situation. You understand what I'm saying? You got in your feelings because you got punched in your face. Basically, put it this way, you got beat up and you got in your feelings, went and got a gun and started shooting. You shot three people. Like, come on. What if it, I get it at the time of this party was going on, there wasn't no kids there, but what if there were kids there? See, y'all don't think. Y'all cowboys don't think. What if there were kids there? And what if there was a kid there and you shot and you hit a kid, an innocent kid had nothing to do with the situation, is hit by your bullet? And now he's being rushed to the house to try to save his life. But because of because of the size of the child, as soon as he gets to the hospital, he don't make it. Now, I get it. Bullets, bullets have no name. So no matter who's shooting, even if it's not in your direction, they're not aiming at you. Bullets have no name. And you use a coward for what you did. And like I said, if, it was a, well, if there were a little kid there, you shot and hit one of these little kids. Now, what if the little kid made it to the hospital? As soon as they got to the hospital, he passes away. Now you, the coward, is dealing with murder charges. Don't know if you are... Have um, I'm trying to think. Oh gosh, uh, permit to carry. <laughs> I don't know if you have a permit to carry because if that's an illegal gun, or you, <laughs> if you pull out an illegal weapon, meaning you don't have no permit on it to say you you illegally able to carry then you definitely, when they catch you, you definitely going to go to jail. And you're going to go to jail for a long time. Because they're going to, even though the people you shot survived, they're going to see it as attempted murder. Yep. You're going to get attempted murder charges put on you because you shot three people. 
Now, you shot at people that had nothing to do with the situation, and they get hit by your bullet. You don't get it. Not You don't get it. Even though the three survived, what if it was three other dudes, and you shot them, and they, and, and let's just say you shot and you missed, right? You shot the three dudes, you shot, you missed. What if they were the type of dudes to retaliate, go get their gun and shoot back? Now you causing, now you just cause chaos where there was no chaos. You just cause chaos because you shot first, now they retaliate and shoot back, they shoot back at you. And innocent people getting hit by stray bullets. Bullets have no name. Even if bullets wasn't aimed at these people, but because they're there, they're getting hit by these bullets. Not only are you going to jail, they ain't going. The other person who's retaliating is going to jail too for shooting off a gun, an illegal gun at that, because the cops gonna ask you if you have a permit. To carry, and if you say no, then it's an illegal firearm. You just shot. You just shot an illegal firearm at three innocent people. Cause you was butt hurt. Cause you was butt hurt that you got punched in your face. You was butt hurt cause you got punched in your face, and instead of just taking your L. So I was taking the L. You said, nah, I got to get my gun. And you started shooting. This is crazy. And this happens, you, this happens a lot. We lost takeoff because of someone being butthurt. Yeah, I said it. We lost takeoff the rapper from the Migos because somebody was feeling butthurt. And they started shooting, and he got hit. Just being a coward, and even if they haven't caught the person yet who shot takeoff, he's going to get caught. He may not get caught for takeoff shooting, but he will get eventually get caught for something else. And and when they catch him, and they put two and two together and you know the pieces to the puzzle together to solve this case you gonna do life in jail because you took a life y'all don't get it y'all don't get it when you take you don't get it if you take a life you also take it away your life because once you get caught because once you get caught can't give you life in jail. You just took a life, and you couldn't endanger other people. Bullets have no name, and if you're shooting at someone, and let's just say the person you're shooting at, you miss, that bullet is going somewhere else. So the person is standing in front of their house, and you go shoot at them, right? 
and you miss them, that bullet is going into their house. So someone in their house is being hit by that that bullet that was meant for the person standing outside. <clears throat> you just shot somebody who had nothing to do with your situation. You shot three people that had nothing. Well, I don't know if the third person had something to do, but two of the three had nothing to do with the situation, and you just shot and shot three people. He's a coward. If you get into a fight and you lose, just take your loss. Just take your loss. Because it makes us, it'll make that when it gets all explained, wait, you got punched in your face, so, or got beat up, and you decide to retaliate and pull out a gun and shoot at the person who beat you up with other people around, that you could have you could have hit anybody with that bullet with the bullets you spewing out your gun. Say bullets have no name, so depending on where you were aiming or who you were aiming at. What if there was kids there? What if somebody, you know, what if the person, let's say, is at somebody's house, and let's just say. You know, they decide to have the party at their house because they got kids and don't have anyone to babysit. So they have the party at the house. The kids is upstairs sleeping. You shoot or in their room sleeping. You shoot. And let's say you miss your target and a stray bullet go flying into one of the, through the door of one of the rooms and hit the child in the room. And you kill it you kill an innocent child for no reason. Y'all don't you cowards don't think. That ain't gonna make you it doesn't make you the man or a man shooting shooting the person that punched you or beats you up. That don't make you no man. Took a light. I'm this person who shot didn't take any lives, but just think about it. We've, we've heard about situations like this. Somebody sh- gets shot for no reason. And you took a life for no reason. All because of your ego, your pride. You butt hurt that somebody beat you up or or not even beat you up, but punched, but punched you in the face. And so you butt hurt, you go get a weapon to retaliate. Not knowing that if you shoot off the gun, you've been killing an innocent person that got nothing to do with the situation. Like, how are you going to explain that to the judge? What are you going to say to the judge when you finally get caught? What are you going to say? Um, and they say, so someone's going to tell me what happened. You want to tell the truth? You want to tell the judge you got punched in your face? 
and you ain't like it bruised by you getting punched in your face, your ego was bruised, so you went and got a gun and shot at the person who 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 punched you in the face and the way people got hit by the bullets from your gun. Are you gonna tell exactly what happened to the judge? Are you gonna fabricate? Because you don't want to repeat, you don't want to really, you don't really want to say what really happened. That your ego was bruised as a young man or a man. That your ego was bruised and you took it, you went and got a gun to retaliate because your ego was bruised. When you when you use a gun and you shooting and you don't hit your target, and innocent people get hit? You shouldn't be shooting in the first place. You shouldn't have been shooting in the first place. Your ego was bruised, your butt hurt. But a lot of this happens where people get into fights, they lose the fight, and they retaliate. And go get a go get some kind of weapon and retaliate. For what though? You lost a fight. Just leave it at that. You and that person ain't really friends. Y'all don't really hang out with each other. So it's not. You know what I'm saying? You ain't gotta be around this person. But because you butt hurt, that this person punched you in your face, beat you up, so to say. You went and got a gun. Now, these three individuals you shot at could have lost their life. And the families could have been plant could have been making funeral arrangements. Luckily that didn't happen, but those families could have been making funeral arrangements. You ain't think about that. And it's like, what did this person do to you to deserve to be shot? You understand what I'm saying? It's like, you're a coward. Only cowards go grab weapons after getting their ass whooped in a fight. Only cowards do that. Because you are funny, of your boys. And it hurt your ego, your pride. So you went and retaliated, went and got a gun and started shooting. And I know how it is when stuff like that happens, that the cops interview people and they don't want to say who who did it. They're just going to say, I don't know the person who did it. Excuse me, y'all. They're not going to tell the cops everything. You understand what I'm saying? He's a coward. Like when females fight, we don't we don't if we lose the fight, we lose the fight. We don't retaliate and go get a weapon to go shoot at the person that just beat me up. Nah, I lost the fight. I lost the fight. And if I back in the day, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this. Back in the day. If we got into a fight and we lost, 
back in the day, parents, our parents used to make us go back out there and fight them until we won. Yep. Fight until we won. Or we say the person's weak, parents would be like, we, nah, nah. Or it ain't going down like that. Yep, parents say it ain't going down like that. Then if they're going to fight, it's going to be a one-on-one fight. Nobody's jumping in nothing. That's exactly how we saw it, how it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a one-on-one fight, nobody's jumping. But back in the day, too, it used to happen where the friend would see their friend getting beat up, they would jump, jump in. Nah, it's a one-on-one fight. Your friend get, got beat up, your friend got beat up. But there, sometimes in those situations, there'll be somebody, there'll be people speaking hit when the fight's going on because they may not like that person, so they will sneak a hit or two in. As pertaining to the three people that got shot, this dude who shot them is a coward. Because part of the story is he got punched in the face, right? And I guess whoever the person that punched him in the face punched him to where I think he fell. Because, you know, sometimes you see a person get a good punch in and they hit the person and they fall to the floor. I think that's what happened. He went and got a gun, started shooting, and shot three people. He's a coward. Yep, he is a coward. I don't like people who get to a physical fight, lose the fight, and want to get a weapon. The fight is over. You lost. Your ego is bruised, so now you went and got a weapon. So you went and got a weapon. So even if you didn't get a gun, you got a knife. And that's just saying you got a knife. You stab. You still can. You still can kill a person with a knife. Cause your ego was bruised. You went and retaliated with a gun and shot three people. And now, when when the police put the pieces together, you're going to jail. You might be going to jail for attempted murder on three people. Yeah. Go to jail for attempted murder on three people. Yeah. So, yeah. You as a coward, I hope they get you. And I hope they, you know what, I hope they put you under the jail. That's where you need to be. Locked up under the jail. So, I'm going to switch gears and talk about something else. But before I do that, I'm going to play a song. I'm going to play a song. And then we're going to come back and get into something totally different. We're going to talk about the Alabama Brawl. We're going to talk about Tory Lane getting 10 years. You're tuned into BOE for the page of the airways and we'll be on the radio. 
Let's do this. Let's go old school with it.
And with that, this is the OE for the Pains of the Airways. So, as you know, Charlie Daniels was sentenced to 10 years in prison. He got six. He got six years for what he did to Megan for the handgun, so a total of 10. Now, a lot of people are saying it's, the, you know, him getting the 10 years that's excessive. But he was on probation. He shouldn't have had a handgun, point blank, period. When you're on probation, you are not allowed to have a firearm. I don't care if you have a permit for it, you are not allowed to have a firearm. And he had a firearm. Plus, he kept saying, you know, Troy kept saying he ain't doing, he ain't doing, but you ain't saying who did. You're not saying who did. It was only you, Megan, her friend Kelsey at the time, and they said your security was there or security was, somebody's security was there. So four of y'all there, and Megan is the only one who gets injured, somebody out of the other three that was there, one of y'all had to do it. And why would security do it? They're paid to, security is paid to protect the celebrity. So why would they shoot at Megan? They would have no reason. Security, whoever security was there, had no reason to shoot at Megan. If Kelsey's supposed to be Megan, was Megan's friend at the time, what reason would she have to shoot at Megan? And where would she, if her and Megan was together, where where, where would she get the gun from? So the thing is, is that I think they was in Tory's car with his security it was Meg and Kelsey, and that the gun was in his car in the glove compartment. He took it out. He shot at Meg. That was, you know, what was put out there and, and social on social media that he said all of this. Right? But he kept saying, oh, I didn't do it. Okay, if you ain't do it, why are you making songs about the situation? Why are you online saying shit about the situation? <clears throat> so it's like, you're doing all this shit to aggravate Meg, and you saying shit, but you claiming you ain't do it. But my thing is, what is the reason, if it wasn't you, and let's just say, okay, if it was Kelsey, what is Kelsey, what would be Kelsey's reason for shooting at Meg? When you shoot at somebody, there's always a reason behind why you're doing what you're doing. So, you understand what I'm saying? Security, that's your security. Security didn't meet her until that night. So, what what reason would the security have to want to shoot at Meg? Right? 
what we you know with her friend Chelsea, you know, would have to be one to shoot that. That you know what I'm saying? Because you do a lot of you celebrities do have people who are only hanging around you because of your status, not because they truly want to be your friend, because of your status or what your status can do for them because they're associated with you. You understand what I'm saying? Like, if Carol is truly a friend, she was there, she knows exactly who did it, she should... <clears throat> Y'all trying to not say, like, being vague about it. You understand what I'm saying? But, yeah, so we got 10. It's excessive, but part of it is him having an illegal firearm. He's not supposed to. He's on pro. He was on probation for for a previous court case he had and was in jail for. That they told him he couldn't have. He couldn't possess a weapon. So he got in trouble for weapons possession. And they gave him four years for that. And then the other six was for what he did to Megan. And, you know, a lot of people were saying maybe they're doing this to pull out of him. So that other people know that you pull some shit like this. You may get ten times worse than what he got, and I know they're like, "Oh, Meg did an interview with Gail King. She shouldn't have did an interview with Gail King." To, to tell her stuff, but nobody was like people. It was fifty-fifty situation. Fifty fifty percent of people will believe in Meg, and the other fifty really wasn't. That's why it's a 50-50 situation. But, hey, the jury believed that he did it, and they the one that said he was guilty, and the the, the, the um, judge, you know, ruled on it. Once they found him guilty, the judge ruled on it what amount of time that they give them, and they came up with 10 years. They also, when the story was being told, that they think Meg and Tori slept together. And I think her, her friend wanted him. I think they were saying that, that Kelsey, I think, was talking to Tori, and you know how it goes. So, yeah. He needs to, you know, when he's in jail, he needs to reflect. He needs to reflect. Because He's lucky that um, 
that people, you know, the labeling drop him, people still want to work with him and stuff like that, but like a house of cards, it all could come crumbling down. The label could drop you. Let's see, sometimes labels will, will, they will drop, but they know who the artist is and they know they want that steady money coming in. So, yeah. Excuse me, y'all. Sorry for the honest. But um, I don't want to talk about Tori no more. <clears throat> what I want to talk about is the Alabama ball. And um, I've seen the, the different clips and angles. Because the lady who has different angles of the brawl. So one lady's angle, she's she's on the riverboat that they're trying to get docked. She see the guy, the who the guy who we thought was a security guard turns out to be the co-captain of the damn boat. But um, you know the pontoon boat, the pon, the pontoon boat is their dock. But he told them that they couldn't park it there because the boat, the the riverboat's got to come there to dock. <clears throat> so nobody was there. He told them to move it. They didn't move it. So he tried to move it himself. They saw what he was doing. They approached him. The guy, the and one of the guys from the boat go, you know, exchange words back and forth. <clears throat> and then the second guy comes in, and he hits him, and that's how the fight ensues. And as they fight him one-on-one, he throws his hat in the air. He receives that as, the, you know, like the bat signal. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> And then he winds up getting jumped, and you know, a black people store was like, "Nah, we're not gonna let you get away with that jumping this man." And then they got their asses whooped. But the guy, <clears throat> the guy with the chair, he was hitting the man with the chair, and then he hit the lady with the red. If you look at the video, he hit the lady with the red dress with the chair. Right, so the women that were on the boat, excuse me again, y'all. Some of you ain't got a yawning problem as I'm telling you the story. <clears throat> so, um, the women that were with the men on the boat, you know, the men didn't want to put their hands on them, so the women did. They were women whipping these women's asses. On the dock, the late when I saw the video, the lady with the red dress it looked like she tried to jump in, and I think she she swung 
excuse me again. He swung at the guy. He swung at the guy. I'm not sure if it's the guy who picked up the chair, but I know she thinks she swung at somebody. And oh, I'm going again. Sorry, but I want to say this: when there's a, you know. I want to say this to the ladies. If you see a bunch of men fighting, don't go jumping in to a fight or a situation that ain't got nothing to do with you. That situation had nothing to do with the lady with the red dress. She put herself in that situation. Because she white and how white. I don't even know if she knows the people in the Ponson boat, but because they were white, she was like, oh, my white people are getting beat up. You don't, you don't ever, ladies, put yourself in a situation that has nothing to do with you. <laughs> because there are some people that are crazy that don't give a damn that you're a woman. You put yourself in a situation and they dealt with you. You can't be mad. You can't You can't cry about it. You put yourself in a situation that had nothing to do with you. You didn't need to jump in. Yep. You need to do none of that. Um... Yeah, and um, let me say kudos to the young man who jumped off the path, who jumped off the riverboat to go help that man. Kudos. So, yeah. And, and it's like, I see a lot of videos on TikTok. People doing the commentary about what went down. But you white people, you are really showing your racism. Yep, because they commented, <clears throat> they commented on the brawl and stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah. I hear a lot of people saying like, if, if there's a bail fund for the guy who you know, swung the chair, was swinging the chair, him people, him people with the chair. If there's like a, uh, like a, a, like a go me go fund me set up so that he can have money for a lawyer. That was crazy. That was crazy. But and I think it needed to be. Ha- I I think it needed to happen.
Yeah, so yeah. Let's get into another song. That's the way I wanna let's keep it in the old school round. Let's keep it in the old school round. And let's go with some I'm gonna go with some dramatic.
Oh, my God, that was dramatic. Like, bitch. That was classic. Go mine. The sun's in the sun. The sun's in your eyes. I love old school. They don't really make songs like they used to. Now it's all about the wham, bam, thank you, ma'am type of songs. <clears throat> See, I miss those songs from back in the day, like Teddy Pendergrass. He gave you instructions with his songs. Turn off the lights. And light a candle. The girl, I'm in a freaking and then he tell you to turn them off. Yep, they don't make music like that anymore. They sticking with that wham bam thank you ma'am formula. Think it's gonna work with everybody, nope. I mean uh, explicit. I mean really explicit with their lyrics. Nobody's leaving anything to their imagination. <clears throat> you know how they say that. You're so good. Like, you ain't got to dress all sexy to these songs to their imagination and have the men guessing. <clears throat> well, nowadays in these songs, ain't even nothing to their imagination. He ain't got to guess. They outright telling it. You know, groups like Jodeci, who I love, they songs was a no win, bad thank you, man type of song. You have forever, my lady. Forever, my lady. It's like a dream. As I'm holding you close, keeping you warm. Uh... That stay, um, like we listen to Josie, <clears throat> excuse me, y'all. And we listen to Josie's first time, it wasn't no way bam, thank you, man, type of situation. But as Josie progressed in their music, it still wasn't no way bam, thank you, man, but. You know, it, was, it felt like it was getting there, but it wasn't there. They had, I think the second album had on it. Lately, I will cry for you. <clears throat> yep. Um, with a dive. I think the third album was a diary of a mad band. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. If we can bring back the old school, the way they express the woman, how they feel. Tell the woman how much they want her, how much they love her. 
<clears throat> when we get back to the R&B, we'll be like chef's kiss. <laughs> but, you know, let's see how much time we got left. <clears throat> Fifty-one minutes left. Dang. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so as you know, we're the Stoner Media, Six Sides Radio Network, is I'm joining together for the Help a Teacher Initiative. And I know I think Monday I explained it a little bit, so. I'm going to explain it now. So, you know, teachers come out of their own pocket for supplies for their class. And what we want to do is help a teacher not have to come out their pocket to buy supplies that they're going to need for the new school year. Now, you got teachers on the teacher's wish list that teach pre-K, kindergarten, first grade, second grade, whatever grades you name it, there's teachers on that list that teach that grade. And they have a wish list of items they need for the start for the start of the new school year to teach their students. And as a good old citizen, you know, me and six have the discussion and we want to help. So the wish list that I saw was coming from a teacher who it's not her wish list, but it's, it's a list of was a list of forty two hundred teachers, and and in different states that needed you know stuff for their class for the new school year. Some like six or some. Ohio, Cleveland, Ohio, from New Jersey and New York, that we can help those in our area first before we branch out and help people in other states. So I found a teacher that's in New Jersey that I would love to help. And I think I saw one in Ohio, but she's not in Cleveland, Ohio, but still, that is his state. Ohio is his state, so you start there first, and then you branch out to other helping people in other states. Because it, it does to me, it don't make sense for me, a person that now if there was nobody from Jersey on that list, then I would say, okay, let me look for New York. And if there's nobody from New York on the list, then I'll start going and looking at other states because none of the states that I represent is there, then I will branch out to the state. And I saw New York, I saw Jersey, so I'm going to check the list again to see if anyone fulfilled that teacher's wish list out of New Jersey. And if not, I'm going to help with what I can. And the items that they need are not that expensive. If you can afford to get it, you know, you get what the cheapest one if you can afford it. 
So, yeah. So that's what we want to do. So it's called the Help a Teacher Initiative. Like before, I used to say Help an Artist Initiative that I had, but no one's contacted me saying if they need help. So we're going to help the teacher with the Help a Teacher Initiative. And for those of you who are listening and want to participate along with us, You're going to get all the information together. You got all the information together, what you need to do. Then we're going to let you, we're going to tell you what you need to do. And then you got to follow the instructions. As it's being told, you got to follow the instructions exactly. And when we send, because they have it where you could check off saying you're sending this as a gift. And then I think they put a note in with it where you can write something to the teacher and say, you know, for, for all the great work you do, then, you know, you can write that and say who it's from, teacher will know who it's from. And if they want to send, you know, because, you know, a lot of people use social media. So through social media, that teacher you help might want to send a thank you and be able to thank you through social media because there's no other way for her to thank you. Like, your address will not be in that thank you note for the teachers to be able to send you a thank you letter to say thank you. So this this is what we're planning to do. And, yep, this is what we're planning to do. So more information will be coming out. <clears throat> and um, and if you want to participate, just go to rosestarling.net, right? Go to the contact me section and say, hey, Lika, and I can't A. Or you can put the name I use on radio, either Road or Miss Kiko, which is M-S-G-I-G-O, and say, I would like to be a part of the Help a Teacher Initiative. What do I need to do? Because I think with Amazon, you can pay, pay, because I have, I think you can pay with PayPal. So, this is my, this is what I wanted the people who, who contacted and said they want to be a part of it. And I'll say between 5 to $10, right? We'll give, Six will give his PayPal, I will give mine. And between 5 to $10, you'll send to the PayPal so that whatever, whoever the teacher is, we're helping, we'll pay through the PayPal. So you'll send your PayPal payment, you'll send your money through to PayPal. It's going to be in the PayPal. And... We once receive how much total the what it is, and if it's total enough that we could buy everything off the list, as it's gonna say, and then when we send the note, it'll say from Rosa Starting, Size Radio, from Rosa Starting LLC, 
and Six Stops Radio Network, and then whoever else, whoever else contributed, their names will be added, so that the teacher could see that it was a group effort in helping her get her stuff for the new school year. Yep. And the cheapest item was like eight ninety nine. You know what I'm saying? So this is called the Help a Teacher Initiative. And that's right. I say hit me up at oldestone.net. Contact me section. Yep. And if you don't have PayPal but you have Cash App, you can, we will get, if you don't have PayPal, but you have <clears throat> Cash App, you can send it to the cat. We'll give you a Cash App you can send it to, and we'll transfer it from the Cash App to the PayPal to, because you cannot pay through Cash App. So we would, but if, I don't even think we need PayPal in order you do need a PayPal account in order to spend money through PayPal. I'm, you know, you could do that, and and we'll transfer it some way somehow to help the teacher out. We will let you know because we'll we'll go live on air and let you know the the teacher that we're helping, what state they are located in. Because what I'm going to do is I'm going to, like, the one that I want to help in New Jersey, I'm going to add all her stuff up, everything, so give you a total of what everything will cost to, to, to get to get her everything. And then, like I said, you send between 5 to $10. And we want to try to get everything off that list. And we're going to do it as a group. And everybody who's part, who donated to get this teacher her stuff, the and the thank you note or the note, um, the gift note, whatever they call it, everybody's name will be there who who participated. Yep. So. And then we'll keep we'll keep doing it. We'll keep doing it. And um like I said, we'll keep doing it. And I'll say I want us to help about because I know everybody ain't got it like that, so Like I said, we'll pick one from Six's area, one from my area. Maybe we'll do two from each. So I'll do New Jersey, I'll do New York, one from Jersey, one from New York, and Six can do two from Ohio. If there's any listed from Ohio on there, we do like one from Ohio, like two from Ohio, two from one from New York, one from New Jersey, and that's it. Because I know everybody ain't got it like that, so. And then, like I said, with the note will be attached with the whatever the, with their stuff, saying who is it from, so that if the 
teacher want to send a thank, not send a thing, but say it, like, verbally through social media, thank you, you know, because I, I know they appreciate it. So, yeah. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to give you one more song, and then we're going to get out of here. But we're going to go old school again. Just got to find a good one. Uh, let's see here. Trying to find a good one for you. No school cut. Here we go. We're going to go with some Howie Hewitt. I love my own. You know, my man, I've been thinking. I kind of want to do an old, slow, funky, old school type of groove. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. You know, maybe some old average white band. Oh, average man. white band was funky. They were they, funky. They were man. really funky. Check it out. Something like this, man. You see?
See, that's what I'm talking about, man. Okay, all right. That yeah. was funky now. That was funky. <laughs> that was real funky. All right. All right. That was Holly Hewitt right there. Classic. I love my own by the average white band. Yep. Oh, yeah, my bad, y'all. So, yeah. <clears throat> so, like I was saying before, we're going to do the Help a Teacher Initiative. We're going to help. If we get enough that we can help more than one, like I said, like, I want to do one from New York, one from Jersey, and, you know, like I said, Six is in Ohio, so he can do Ohio, Then you know, as many as he want to do, but if we get enough money that we can help more than, let's say, at least four, or that we can help at least four, then I'm, I'm, I'm with it, that we can help at least four, I'm with it. Right. So one of the teachers that I'm looking at their list, uh, like the cheapest thing on the list is seven ninety nine. That's why I was saying between, because if we're doing it as a group, then I would say to ten dollars. You understand what I'm saying? So she has, let's see, let me count how many items. One, two, three, four. So this teacher looks like she only, um, that she only has, looks like she only has four items. See, she got two items that are $7.99. She got one item that's $26, another one that's 27 So if we add, so if we add all that up, and what the total price for all her stuff would be, if we if we can pull, <clears throat> if we can pull the money together and get everything off, if it's not, she only got what? Oh, I said four items. One, two, three, four. So she only got what four items? We can get four items off our list. You know, we can clear her whole list. That'd be great. So, like I said, just go to rosasgarden.net in the contact section. Send me, let us know that you want to be participate in the Help a Teacher Initiative, and I will let you know the teacher we're helping, and um. I will give you the teacher, you know, let you know the teacher we're helping, 
I will let you know how much the items are on the teacher's list. And if you could chip in, like I said, between five to ten, the cheapest thing on this teacher's is seven ninety nine. That is not bad. And you say, okay, I'll you say, okay, I'll do seven, the seven ninety nine item. Then you send, you would send. You know what I'm saying? I want to. Well, I'm gonna keep this. I'm gonna add it up. Everything, how much everything's gonna cost, and and those I want to help. I would tell you how much you would need to send. That's why I'm only going between five and ten, because I know people ain't got it like that. So between five and ten, you want to put in to help get the teacher her stuff. Um, so, yeah. I'm going to call it a night. I appreciate that you're rocking with your girl. As always, I'm going to start on the radio. This has been BOE from the pages to the airways. The next show I have for you is the experience. You know the best. In any music, you never know what you're going to hear. You may hear some rock, some pop, some R&B, some country, some jazz, some gospel. You just never know what you're going to hear when you're tuning in to World of Starting Radio. And to all my NDRs, I said, the one thing you to play right here on this station, all you got to do is hit me up at 201-399-2014 or go to worldofstarting.net and hit us up to the contact section. And I will tell you how to get your music play right here on this station. And if you miss any shows on the Road to Stardom Radio, all you got to do is go to boxradio.com, forward slash Road to Stardom, or just Google Road to Stardom Radio. You'll see the many platforms we are on. Right? You'll see the many platforms we are on. And the next promotion is this show. It's the third Wednesday of the month. I think it's the 16th at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's when you, the entrepreneur, the business owner, artist, anyone with something to promote, call us to 845. I'm about to do the old number. The new number is 845-277-9356. That is 845-277-9356. The one, unless you know you want to go live, once your mic is open, you can promote what you got going on. So I am going to say peace, one love, I appreciate you. Bye-bye now. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.